What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Psychology series this month in March. 
where I entitled it Lifting the Stigma. I'm trying to help everyone that's listening out there to understand a little bit more about mental health conditions and what people go through with this kind of condition. So today I'd like to definitely dedicate this episode to all people out there that either suffer from schizophrenia or know somebody who suffers from schizophrenia, and I would like to dedicate it to them. So friends, families, people that suffer from this condition, I dedicate this episode to you. I'd also like to quickly thank the group that you just heard. They're a great group. They're called Unspoken. You can hear them on unspokenmusic.com. You can hear their videos and see their videos on YouTube as well. So today, my main thrust is to help everybody out there listening, give them a little sense, a little taste, not only from my own experience working with people with schizophrenia, but just give everyone a greater or global understanding about what schizophrenia is. I can tell you one thing that schizophrenia is not. First of all, a lot of unfortunate things that people talk about schizophrenia, they think of um, people uh, causing crimes and things like that. You might have heard people throughout, you know, different times, you might have heard people, you know, throw people off a train or, or throw uh, the person into the tracks of a train. But those are like very small parts of what can happen. I mean, the, the truth of the matter is that not everyone that has a mental health condition is a violent person. Um, but to preface that, I would definitely say you have to take caution with everyone you meet. So if a person could have a mental health condition or not, you're still going to make sure that you take life with caution and, and be aware of things. So the major factors that unfortunately affect schizophrenia is treatment. So if a person is lacking treatment, just like anybody would have a condition and they didn't get the treatment they wanted or they needed, they wouldn't do well. So think about yourself. If you have diabetes and you don't get treated for the diabetes, what happens to you? Well, some significant symptoms happen to you and side effects and things can happen to you and you may have to be rushed to the hospital. Well, that's what happens with a person that's untreated. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there, and one of the reasons why I came up with this discussion uh, throughout the whole month of March is that there's a lot of people out there that, that are pretty much forgotten and and alienated because of their their mental health condition. There are a lot of people out there that are not able to deal with mental health, and they, it's a hard thing for them. And without realizing it, they're pushing their family members away. So there's a lot of families that basically that I've worked with um, that constantly have a struggle and they work through the problems. But then there's people that have helped with schizophrenia, and unfortunately their families don't want anything to do with them. They basically... I've put them in institutions. They've been hospitalized in various state hospitals throughout the country, and that's about it. That's the extent to which they get involved with that person. But what I could tell you from a personal perspective is that we all need to understand that these are people, and they have personalities, and they have feelings just like every one of us. And one of the things that you can lend yourself to do is to always have love, compassion, and understanding with someone with this mental health condition. Delicacies of this person's mind are impacted in a positive light if we give them love, affection, and attention. So I could tell you when I've worked with people with schizophrenia, I've had an enormous amount of success and gratitude in working with these people because I treat them as an adult, as a person. I don't look at the condition and then talk to them. 
I look at the person and say, how can they coexist with their condition? So I teach them, I, 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 allow, I give them tools to help to coexist with their condition. I encourage them to take their medication on a regular basis. So these are all factors that are important in the process of schizophrenia. So let's get started. Let's talk about if you want to, oh, if you want to call in, you can call in to me at 516-418-5979. That's again 516-418-5979. You can also reach me at my Getting Healthy Today Facebook page. You can get in touch with me on Instagram, Getting Healthy Today on Instagram, and Getting Healthy Today on Twitter. Also, you can email me at vruiz at comcast.net. That's V-R-I, uh, sorry, V-R-U-I-Z at comcast.net if you have any further questions after this broadcast. All broadcasts are, are heard on replay either on Stitcher Radio or on iTunes. Okay, folks, so schizophrenia is a very severe mental health condition, and it results in the combination of the following, hallucination, delusions, and a disorder in the thought process of the individual. It impairs daily functioning and can be extremely disabling at times. It's a lifelong condition where it needs to be treated. So there's consistency that needs to be followed through by the individual. Now, schizophrenia as a condition involves a range of problems with thinking, behavior, and emotions. The signs and symptoms can vary, but usually involve delusions, hallucinations, and disorganized speech patterns. Now, delusions, these are false beliefs that are not based in reality. For example, a person may think of being harmed or harassed. Certain gestures or comments are directed at them. They have an exceptional ability uh, or thoughts of fame. Uh, another person uh, you may think is in love with you, and there may be uh, a major catastrophe that may occur in their mind. Hallucinations, they see things that are not truly there. They don't exist, but they can experience paranoia. Most of the time, people with schizophrenia have, the most common one is paranoid schizophrenia, where they may think there's a conspiracy or the government is out to get them. So trust is a very big problem with this condition. The reality testing is an issue as well. So the disorganized thought patterns, um, they have problems with their speech. It's impaired. They can't rationally come up with ways to organize their thoughts. So it tends to be uh, affected in different ways. Now, their speech may include putting together meaningless words that cannot be understood, sometimes known as word salad. You might have heard that before. Uh, extreme disorganized and abnormal uh, behaviors, they may show in a number of ways, like child, childlike silliness. Uh, the behavior isn't focused or goal-oriented, so it's hard for a person to do any simple and small tasks. Now, the behaviors can include inappropriate or bizarre Posturing, bizarre thoughts, lack of response, and some excessive movements, okay? Negative symptoms uh, that, are, that happen are reduced or lack of the ability to function normally. The person may neglect personal hygiene, so it needs to be consistently uh, told to the individual to take a shower, to be hygienic, 
throughout the day. They tend to forget and not really pay attention to these things. Um, they may feel awkward in social situations. They tend to withdraw themselves in social situations. Now, the, the symptoms can vary and become more severe over time. Some symptoms can happen, especially in men. Schizophrenia symptoms typically start in the early to mid-20s in the person's life. In women, symptoms typically begin to happen in the late 20s. So it's uncommon for children to be diagnosed with schizophrenia and rare for those older than age 45. So now there can be some symptoms in teenagers. Schizophrenia symptoms in teenagers are similar to those in adults, but the condition may be more difficult to recognize and be in part because of some of the early symptoms of schizophrenia in teenagers are common for typical development during the teen years. Now, withdrawal from friends and family, a drop in performance in school, trouble sleeping, irritability or depressed mood, lack of motivation. Less likely, you'll see, is less likely to have delusions, more likely to have visual hallucinations. Now, it's important that a person visit a doctor to make sure that the diagnosis is there, that it's the person does have schizophrenia. There's a lot of people out there that were quick to go to the Internet and try to find a way to diagnose themselves. You don't want to do this. This is not uh, the way to go about it. You need to talk to a specific professional, or if you think somebody in your family has schizophrenia, don't diagnose them based on something you've read or heard about or even in this broadcast. You want to take that person to a professional and have them go through a battery of tests with that individual to see if they actually truly have this condition because they possibly may not have it. They may have something totally different. Now, uh, suicidal thoughts and behavior are common among people with schizophrenia. So if you have a loved one who's in danger of attempting suicide, obviously call 911. Now, what I want to tell everybody about is some interesting and very informative organizations that are out there to help you. There's an organization that's called NAMI, N-A-M-I dot org, and it's National Alliance on Mental Illness, and they can be reached by phone at this number, 800-950-6264. That's 1-800-950-6264. Now, this organization is wonderful, and they really help us to understand, and they help families understand what people go through with different and varying uh, mental health conditions. Like we're talking about schizophrenia right now. Last week we talked about bipolar disorder and depression. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about personality disorders. And then the following week, to end our psychology series and lifting the stigma uh, educational series, we're going to be talking about dissociative identity disorder. So if anybody's seen that movie Split, we're going to be talking about that uh, at the end of this month. So definitely tune in. So the other organization that is wonderful is National Institutes on Mental Health, and that is at www.nimh.nih.gov. That's, once again, www.nimh.nih.gov. And another great organization, SAMHSA, that's S-A-M-H-S-A.gov, stands for Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration. They also help you and give you information about mental health and substance abuse, and they're very helpful. There's a um, way to get in touch with them, too, 1-800. I don't have it with me, unfortunately. So 
let's talk about what are the causes of schizophrenia. Well, researchers believe that it's a combination of brain chemistry, genetics, and environmental contributing factors to the development of this disorder. Now, problems with certain and naturally occurring brain chemicals, including neurotransmitters called dopamine and glutamate, may contribute to schizophrenia. Now, there have been neuroimaging imaging studies that show differences in the brain structure and central nervous system of people with this schizophrenia. Now, if researchers aren't certain about the significant, significance of these changes, but they do indicate that the schizophrenia is a brain disease. Uh, and when I was researching, looking at Mayo Clinic, these are some of the things that I found. Now, the other things that I found as well to help you out understand this is the risk factors. The risk factors, although the precise cause of schizophrenia we don't know, those are just what I gave you before with some of the researchers' findings. Um, having a family history of schizophrenia, increased immune system activation, such as inflammation of the autoimmune diseases, older age of the father, some pregnancy and birth complications, such as malnutrition or exposure to toxins or viruses that may impact a brain development, and taking mind-altering psychoactive or psychotropic drugs during teen years and young adulthood. Now, complications, if left untreated, schizophrenia can result in severe problems which affect all areas of the person's life, and they can include the following. Suicide, suicide attempts, thoughts of suicide, self-injury, anxiety disorders, and obsessive-compulsive disorders, OCD, depression, abuse, or alcohol or other drugs, including tobacco, inability to work or attend school, legal or financial problems and homelessness, social isolation, health and medical problems, being victimized, being, and then having aggressive behavior. Now, a person that gets diagnosed, some of the things that we talked about, they're gonna have, a person's going to get from a psychiatrist a physical exam. They're going to do various tests, possibly with MRI or CAT scans. The psychiatric evaluation. A person has to have at least six to ten items on the DSM-5 and, and had it for a significant period of time, six months or better, before a person becomes diagnosed with schizophrenia. Um, now, it's, since they use the DSM-4 as the major for, source of their criteria for treatment, a person will not receive that diagnosis if they do not follow the pattern of specific uh, conditions and things that are observed in a six-month period. So if a person doesn't have delusions, doesn't have problems with uh, poor reality testing, and has a lot of the things that are encapsulating that diagnosis, that person is not going to be given that diagnosis. They may be given something else. They may be given bipolar disorder, depression, something else that may be similar. Um, but a person, just so you know, a person can have, let's say, bipolar disorder with psychotic features, so they can have some of the delusions, some of the hallucinations, things that you might have heard a person with schizophrenia has. But what that's called is psychotic features. So a person has an attachment to what they already may have, which is, let's say, bipolar disorder, and they have these psychosis-related features, and they call that psychotic features. Okay. Now, the medication is varied, and many different forms of medication are used. There's injections. Uh, most people have, you've seen, might have been injected with Haldol. And that's just um, an injection for psychosis, for voices and things of that sort. So a person has auditory and visual hallucinations most of the time when experiencing schizophrenia. Right now, I want you to listen to 
a great message from the woman that is from uh, the Big Bang Theory. Her name is Mayim Bialik. I just want you to hear that. She's going to be talking about NAMI. Hi, my name is Mayim Bialik, and you probably know me from the Big Bang Theory, where I play neurobiologist Amy Farrah Fowler. Well, in real life, I'm actually a trained neuroscientist who spent seven years of my life working towards a PhD specializing in obsessive compulsive disorder. My research for my thesis confirmed a significant personal connection for me with OCD. OCD is real, as are anxiety, depression, and panic disorder. I know about those as well. I also know way too much about bipolar disorder, suicidal depression, and a host of other conditions I've come in close contact with in my life. But my interest and involvement in the world of mental illness didn't start in graduate school. I come from a family full of a phenomenal set of skills and also a tremendous amount of struggle. Many in my family have lived with mental illness without help or support. As hard as it is to live with a mental health condition and not get help, it's also hard to love someone with a mental health condition when we don't know how to help. As I left my parents' home and went out into the world, I learned that people who struggle with mental health conditions are to be found in every corner of the globe, in every racial and ethnic group, and from poor and rich families alike. No family is immune from mental health conditions, and it's a rare and blessed gift to be able to get help when you or a loved one need it. I've turned to NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, as a resource for myself and those I love for years. NAMI is a nonprofit organization whose goal it is to provide support and information to those living with mental health conditions or loving someone who's living with a mental health condition. NAMI does this through support groups, my personal favorite, fundraisers, public service announcements aimed to remove the stigma from mental illness, advocacy, and helplines to give you support if you or a loved one need it. It's not easy to talk about mental health conditions, but I know too many people I love who did not get help in time. And that's why I've chosen to speak out with NAMI and spread the message that I am stigma-free and everyone deserves to get the help and support they need. And NAMI can help you do that. Please consider being a part of NAMI's mission. Okay. You heard that from Ann Alex. She's from the Big Bang Theory. What an amazing woman. Um, she, too, has had people in her family with a struggle with mental health. And I'm sure you've met somebody around that you know that has a mental health condition and probably didn't even know it. You know, if we look at history, I said in my broadcast last week, if you look at Abraham Lincoln, he had depression. Winston Churchill had a, an addiction and depression. You have a woman that died, I can't remember how many years ago, but she was uh, Patty Duke Austin. She was a famous actress. She had manic depression. She had a wonderful and, and, and luxurious career. Even though she dealt with this condition, she was able to be successful in that career, regardless of her mental health condition. So what this shows you is that the human spirit, the human mind, were able to overcome so much adversity in life. And isn't that wonderful that a person has a, a debilitating condition, but is still able to do some of the things that they love to do. And you walk around, you'll see people out there that are very successful in life, and are able to do the things they love to do and same time deal with a mental health condition. So one of the things that I'm really trying to advocate here is just having a strong compassion for people, understanding that everybody has a story. Everybody that you meet on the street, you don't know where they're coming from or where they're going. But what you do know is, you know what, they may need some kind of support that they don't have presently in their life. So one of the things that I take really to heart is 
whatever I say and do with people in the world, I'm making an impact whether I know it or not. And that's one of the things I've learned in my 47 years of living, that what you say to people, how do you say it, and what you do in life, you make a stamp, you make an impact in someone else's life. So why not be a good one instead of a, a one that is giving pain to somebody? So when you see somebody who has a mental health condition, don't make fun of them. Learn to understand them. Learn to find out what it is about this person that maybe is vulnerable and maybe you should look at and say, maybe I shouldn't make fun of that person, but maybe I should embrace that person. Maybe I should help that person. So, you know, if we just take a different approach in life, you know, our stigma wouldn't be there. There's a lot of stigma out there for a lot of things, for age, for race, a lot of things. I mean, today we're talking about mental health. So that stigma is there because people are afraid to know maybe what it's about. What they don't know, people are afraid of. So the more we get to know what it's all about, and hopefully these next two sessions that I do with you, the next two broadcasts, you'll continue to learn a little bit more about different health conditions, such as mental health, and understand what it's like to coexist with someone with these conditions. So today, schizophrenia is a very complicated and debilitating illness. However, people are able to live quality lives with it because they have the treatment, they have the support of family, and they have the desire to try to coexist with it. And people continuously are eager to learn new ways to help that condition as they search for a better way of being treated. So one of the things that is really important is that a person who doesn't know if they have mental illness, they need to go get themselves checked out if they have a problem in their life. They want to rule that out, but they also want to learn as much as they can. So definitely check out these organizations I told you about, NAMI, NAMI NAMI.org, N-A-M-I.org. You can reach them by telephone at 800-950-6264. The National Institute on Mental Health is nih.gov. The other organization I told you about is SAMHSA, S-A-M-H-S-A.gov. Go check those out. Feel free to check me out at Getting Healthy Today. I'd love to talk to you. Like I said, I had a wonderful experience over the 20 years of working with people with different illnesses, and I can tell you they're just another human being. Um, Yes, they have things that may not be, uh, you may not be able to deal with, but you get to learn how to deal with some of their conditions and how to coexist with some of their thought patterns. Um, it is a stressful situation, but you learn how to deal with it over time. You embrace the, the power of what you have to give to these people, and that is you give them inspiration, motivation, love, support, encouragement, compassion, better understanding. These are all things that are going to help a person with this condition. So I hope everybody's enjoyed this discussion today. Feel free to reach out to me again at Getting Healthy Today on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You could also reach me at vruiz at comcast.net. Next week will be episode 18. We'll be talking about personality disorders. I'll be talking about borderline personality disorder, antisocial personality disorder, and uh, OCD probably. We'll be talking about that as well. So, I hope to have you in the broadcast next week. Check us out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Have a wonderful evening, everybody.
Enjoy your weekend. Have a safe one. Take care. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.